Hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hi. Hey guys. Yo. What is up? My dudes. Remember when you made fun of me for saying that? <laughs> I do. I do. It's still, I'm still going to make fun of you for saying that. Hey, you, you started it. I just finished it this time. That's, that is true. Are you going to go, Lucy? What up? She's scared. You go. Lift the scared. cord. Look, the cord's up. Oh, nope. Go, go, go. You got Good it. Good girl. Got it. Oh, the oh, other cord got there's her. There's another cord. Oh, slippity doo. She needs those little rubber socks. <laughs> She needs like the socks that her patients have with the grip slips. Like rubber socks? <laughs> Literally what I just said. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you just tune me up? God, I'm going to call you my husband. No, I was just watching Lucy. <laughs> Without oh, listening okay. to you. <laughs> that was Stop literally it. not the only example I could give of you tuning me out. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Whatever. Okay. She needs rubber socks. I agree. That'd be neat. That is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so a friend texted this to me guys and i feel like this is something that i want you to be aware of okay (laughs) there is a website called paranormaldate.com oh god no (laughs) this sounds exciting (laughs) like succubus and incubus (laughs) it is it says find your match that shares interest in the paranormal oh okay okay i thought you were to say with a ghost no uh and so god damn honey (laughs) Right on cue. That would be real hard to do. Don't that. tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you tell her to Just edit it out, she doesn't. <laughs> I've learned that. It'll be in there. Should I, should I wait? Or oh. <laughs> <laughs> What is happening? Uh, I'm doing a great job. You are. You're doing awesome. Good job, Sarah. Okay, so it says, find your match shares an interest in the paranormal, such as life after death, okay. ghost stories. UFOs, conspiracy, Mm-mm. Bigfoot, science. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I, how does I don't okay. know. How all right, whatever. Keep going. Into all of those. <laughs> so it, it was started by um, a radio host um, who has basically he has all these radio stations, or whatever, and he says, "I keep hearing the same thing at speaking events around the country. I need a place to meet people of like mind that understand me and my interests." So he created ParanormalDate.com. So you can go there, guys, and sign up, and it's a dating service, and you can find people who are interested in ghosts and Bigfoot and UFOs. Honestly, I don't think that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Just go and find people who are interested in conspiracy theories like you. Okay. Well, see, here's the thing. I feel like people that are interested in those types of things also could be interested in true crime and while I do agree that true crime is a great topic to be on the same page about, mm-hmm. you could be dating a serial killer. True that. True. But look at all the people in our world who, I mean, that sounds so weird, who are interested in true crime. My um, husband's- There's a lot of people. Like, yeah. A ton of people. My husband's boss, like, came by the house the other day to drop off, like, a package for him or something. I don't know. And so I answered the door. I got it. And she goes, by the way, she goes, your garage door is open. I just thought you should know. And I was like- Oh, okay. And it was middle of the day. Like, my garage door is open because I'm going yeah. back and forth all day long. I was like, okay, That's thanks. That's a terrible idea. Somebody could come into your house and kill you. Mine's open. So too, she sorry. texted my husband. She goes, sorry if I came across weird. I just watch a lot of true crime. And so I was worried. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And my husband goes, 
Oh no, Lindsay is into true crime too. She has a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, tell me more. So he did. <laughs> and he was like, did you, I mean, do you care if our garage doors open? I'm like, no. Our garage doors open literally, this is probably bad, all day long. Like, that's oh. how people come into our house. My brother and my sister, they just walk in through our garage door, and that's fine. Mine's open a lot, too. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some no. Every once in a while, I'll freak myself out and, like, shut the door. I make sure it's closed every night, well, yeah. obviously, or when I'm gone, it's closed, but I mean, during the day when I'm home, it's open all the time. There's been mornings when I've woken up. Not very often when I've come downstairs, and I've been like, shit. A police, is not, a police officer's knocked. Night. Yeah, a police officer knocked on our door once at 3 a.m., woke us up. And Evan, like, threw on pants and, like, went downstairs. <laughs> He's like, what happened? And he's like, your garage door's open. Just thought you should know. And oh, Evan was nice. like, oh, thanks. Yeah, my, my neighbors <laughs> will text me and say, just wanted you to know your garage door's open. I'm like, well, shit. You know, in this day and age, there's no excuse for that. Like, I need yeah. to have one of those electronic. Or That's like, what we have. We have yeah, Alexa controls our garage door, but also the keypad and the button. Yeah. But more often than not, I will watch to make sure it closes or to make sure that nobody yes. like rolls under it at the last minute. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I, I make sure it's shut every night. Like that time the police officer came, that was like once in. I'm like a good mix happens. of both, I feel like. And I'll make I'll sure, make it sure it's at the last minute nobody puts their foot under that and then can I'll hear it. Back it. Up. I'll hear it come back up. Yeah. Oh, I would not. But what I, if it fails? Like tone I mean, no. No. It's done. My garage door will not shut if there's leaves in the way. So I feel like if a person rolls, it won't. A person rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will say I do need to shut mine, though, because if not for murderers, definitely for the fact that this cat has keeps sneaking into my fucking oh garage. Oh, my goodness. No. And I can see its paw prints on my front windshield. Like an asshole. Like he owns my car. I think he I'm sure it's not one of your cats. Damn it. Or your cats, cats are inside. Are inside yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no. I know. I know exactly who it is. Could it be a squirrel? <laughs> Unless they have cat paw prints. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. think so. Like squirrels that have similar paw prints. Maybe not. <laughs> squirrel with cat feet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a weird thing. I've never squirrel owned cat. a cat. <laughs> I've never owned a cat. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you loved cats. I don't know how big their paw prints are. They're very different. Okay. Their little beans make a significant... Their little toe uh, beans. really... Lesson learned. They're so cute. Yeah. Lesson learned. I didn't know that. I mean, and this cat's the really more cute, you know. but it's kind of a jerk, obviously. He thinks he owns my... my I almost said my workload. Because mm, I saw this... <laughs> saw ECG Where are workout. you? Are you I don't know. <laughs> I was reading the book and trying to talk at the same time. It Listen, doesn't work guys, well. We, we've been imbibing in the beverages. <laughs> wow. Whatever she said. <laughs> <laughs> I love making that noise with bottles. Sorry. Okay. We Go poured t- um it back to college. So what we are drinking here. Um we poured some um fireball <laughs> into some red's apple ale. <laughs> you really struggled to come up with those words. <laughs> this last like two minutes has been a huge struggle. <laughs> we we poured we poured uh <laughs> It's not like me talking. The things into the, I don't know the things. <laughs> oh, because yeah, I was, good. was trying to come up with a word for fireball. It wasn't coming to me. <laughs> I get more to say like you know when your brain like when you want to say something but you know it's wrong and you're like don't say it, don't say it. Oh, like workload. Yes. Like what I just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't want to say cinnamon. I was like don't say it. It's not we cinnamon. It's cinnamon. not cinnamon. <laughs> we took the cinnamon challenge. And poured, which, by the way, I took. I ordered this fucking latte at work the other day. Mm-hmm. 
Sound like such a snob. I'm in Sarah. <laughs> in case you're wondering, no, our work does not have a Starbucks, but it has a it really nice it. coffee shop. It, it does. does, and they we do a it. nice job. I, I'm just not a big latte person to begin with, so I mm. thought I'd try it out. I normally like cinnamon, but this was the cinnamon challenge. I'm pretty sure they just fucking <laughs> dumped a whole bunch of like <laughs> like scoops of cinnamon uh. on it, and it was hard. It's not good. Have you guys seen those before? Those yeah, cinnamon I've challenges? seen people do the cinnamon challenge. On- I took the cinnamon challenge. I hated it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people have died from that. Or at least been hospitalized. I heard it was dangerous, yeah. Well, I didn't actually take the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> at work. And I hated it. To throw away my latte. <laughs> oh, that is sad. It was. It was not good. You're making yourself sound worse in this story. I, I had to throw away my latte. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, latte is no good. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the manager. Do you know who I am? It's like they literally. gave me a half calf and I want a decaf. Listen, my name is Blair. I'm literally the opposite. I'm like, thank you. I took it downstairs with me and I'm like, mm, this is so terrible, but I'm going to try it for a little while longer and I'm going to see if I can make it work. And it's still halfway through. I'm like, I can't do it. My my nose is burning. It's like, how badly do burning. I need the caffeine? I'm just going to pour this down the drain and not tell them anything. They were no. like, you need to go get your money back. Absolutely not. Oh, no. I would never do that. No. no. Absolutely not. Just take it as a loss. It's fine. Yeah. Same. It is what it is. I would do that, too. I, I support that decision. So I'm semi-Karen because I'm complaining about it now. But I definitely did not talk to their manager. It's fine. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. Are you surprised? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> As if I would. No, not at all. She doesn't sound convinced. You think I'd talk to the manager? No. Truthfully. Really? No, I don't think you would. <clears throat> I'm just trying to decide. I feel like Karen... Like, you can complain and not be a Karen. I Oh, yeah, for sure. So I don't think you're being even half a Karen. And I'm only complaining to you. I didn't complain to the people who made it. Yeah. See, I know you're fine. Not even at all. You're an anti-Karen. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. For soothing my anxiety. Yeah, no problem. I agree with that. Thank you. Also, none of us in this room would have taken it back. <laughs> oh, That's why I'm no, laughing. I'm like, really? You think that I would take it? No, no heck no, not. techno. What? <laughs> you never heard that? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you said it twice, and I let the first one slide. <laughs> The second one, I'm like, she's heck committed. No, no. So you can say that, but I can't say whatever floats your throat. <laughs> Have you never heard heck no techno? No. Have no. you never heard this? Tech it, was like nine? A, it was like a thing from like, gosh, was I'm taking it back like years. Like junior high, oh, high school. Heck no really techno. Shocked. No. Okay, cool. No. We were in um, so high can... school at the same time. Just and not you the never same heard place. this? Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay, well, maybe it was a me thing. I was in college. <laughs> we <laughs> definitely <know>. never heard it. <laughs> I just like to point that out every time. Okay, well, apparently I am showing my age. Techno, techno. Mm, so. No, no, it's not even that. It's showing not your age. Your age? <laughs> First I, of all, I am six, I'm the oldest. <laughs> I'm six months older than you, and I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> That implies that you're the eldest of the group. <laughs> I'm the youngest of the group. For fun fact. Okay, so you're showing your age in that you're youngest. Didn't you ask me if I was 25 today? You said, today? okay, 25, like I'm 25 year old or something like that. And Telling then I was a story like, about someone else who was 25. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, it didn't click. And I thought for a second you were just calling yourself 25. I don't know. I wasn't getting it. Shocker. Do you know what you're a shocker not- is? 
<laughs> That's a genuine question. I'm. I don't. Yes, think I you. do. Yes, I do. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm not gonna say it. It's two in the pink one. In I the know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> she said it. I was just clarifying. <laughs> I wasn't gonna clarify, and she did. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Linda's uncomfortable. Linda's very uncomfortable. You have to edit that part. Yes, absolutely not. When I was gonna I say was something else, to contact out of my <laughs> ew. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> of all the things we've talked about, a contact. <laughs> So we can okay. If we don't talk about that, can we talk about shockers again? <laughs> they can't cover my ears with these headphones on. Do you know where I went to grad school at? Yes. Okay. Yes, no. I do. No, I don't. Wichita State. Shockers. <laughs> yes, now I do. Yes. Um. So you've heard about it? Yes, I have heard about it. Okay. I imagine that was a joke. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm waiting for you to elaborate. <laughs> the the hand symbol for the shocker is what they use at Wichita State. It makes yes, no sense. Oh, like during basketball games. Yes, they yes, do. I've they seen do. It. And I'm like, why are we? Why are no? I think I think where I went to Listen, college played them. What's the hand symbol for electricity? There is not one, but there is one for shockers. <laughs> I was like, is there one for electricity? <laughs> I thought you were giving me a lesson. <laughs> That that's called a jazz hand. <laughs> but if you move it like mm. <laughs> that seems highly insensitive. For being electrocuted? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody who's been electrocuted. I'm Speaking sorry. of, I was electrocuted today. Did you know that <laughs> when you pull <laughs> This is true. Did you know that when you pull like a plug out of the outlet? Yeah. It can still electrocute you when you touch the metal part? Yes. It's hot. Yes, because I'm an adult and I know these things. No, Mike said it's because of... (laughs) (laughs) We got new lamps. Mike. We got new lamps and we were testing them out to see if they worked. And so I plugged it in and it didn't work. And so I unplugged it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to... I unplugged it and touched the little metal part Uh and it shocked me. Yeah. I was like, why would you do that? Why would you touch them? That's a valid question. I figured if it didn't have any electricity connection currently then it wouldn't As get residual. it currently <laughs> Just me. current that's how we know you're joking when we say but i'm joking even Thanks, there's a Baggett. sound effect for the symbols <laughs> i was committed Baggett is full of it you're welcome but i'm and I, I am fine thank you for asking oh yeah i figured you were Are you okay, okay? <laughs> Oh. Are you okay? I need to get this hair tie so. situation going on. What is going on? Later, I shocked Mike, so I thought that maybe I still <clears> had <throat> some electricity in my body. I don't think so. What uh. are we doing today, Lindsay? All the things. We are doing a smorgasbord, y'all. Smorgasbord. smorgasbord. <laughs> they tried real I hard. I didn't even look at it. I just <laughs> I felt it <laughs> in my soul. I knew it was coming. 
Lindsay you missed out on that one. No, I was letting you two do it because I know you guys were going to. Sure, 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 sure. I've um, been waiting for this. I set you up. I missed out on the paranormal <laughs> one. In every episode, there's got to be a setter, so I'm setting it up for y'all. You guys are spiking it. Okay. Oh, volleyball. Okay. Yeah. And we, we may have spiked it into the net, but it's fine. <laughs> We almost got there. That's a good metaphor. <laughs> um, so yes, we we're are doing <laughs> we're doing our smorgasbord where we're talking all the things. And you guys are welcome. I did a folklore for y'all. Oh wait, my god! Is it I your can't turn? wait. Huh? Is no. it your turn? I'm just saying. You guys have been asking for it for weeks. <laughs> you have been asking for it for weeks, and I did it for you. Be appreciative. Thank you. Sure. Welcome. I can't wait. We're gonna spin the wheel to see who goes first. I'm kind of sad that I have to talk. Uh, I just want to listen to everybody. It's me, you guys. It's it me? is Woodston. What are you going to do for us tonight? I... Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready, yeah. I'm going to talk about the history of the Ouija board. No, you're not. Oh. Did you do it too? <laughs> Shut up. Did Let's you? Code. I told you it was an email recommendation. <clears throat> Wait, okay. you... You seriously did No, I really did. Did you do a PowerPoint? No. Let's talk about it together. Okay. All Uh, right. I want to hear this. Yes, this has never happened before. I I had a feeling this was going to happen at some point. Oh, man. Have either of you dabbled in the Ouija board arts? I have not. I'm sure this comes as a surprise to the world. It's a shocker. I (laughs) was not allowed to play with Ouija boards growing up. (laughs) Shocked, right? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I've actually never um, even seen a Ouija board. Oh. What? Interesting. I did in fourth grade, and I'm 99% sure the other people in the room were making the thing move. I'm 100% sure, but continue. <laughs> Have you? Have I messed with the Ouija board? Yeah. Yes. Um, But I don't remember, like, I mean, I remember the planchette moving, but... You know, we were all so young. I don't really know. Yeah. I tried to do it. A McIntyre and you guys said I was... Not allowed to. Well, it scares me. And yeah. I think we'll talk about why it scares us. Sure. Sure. This is a Ouija board. Yes. Hi. And it's also called a spirit board or a talking board. And it's a flat board with letters of the alphabet, numbers zero to nine, the words yes and no, sometimes hello. Um, okay. But it also says goodbye, um, along with symbols and graphics. Used to be made of wood. Now it's made of cardboard and plastic. Because it's sold by the gaming company, right? Times are tough. Yes. Okay. It is. It is. The little heart-shaped thing is called a planchette, and it moves across the board to spell out messages when participants place their fingertips on it. So let's go into the history. The automatic writing method that is used with Ouija boards dates all the way back to China in 1100 after Destiny's Child. (laughs) I wrote the exact same thing. Stop it. (laughs) You guys are ridiculous. Fun fact, one of the first mentions of automatic writing method is found in historical documents of Song Dynasty from China around 1180 <laughs> after Destiny's Child. I love it. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> I can't wait you. Hey, man. Dear Jesus, I'm sorry for them. <laughs> I don't mean any disrespect. No disrespect, Jesus. Mm. But it was used under special rituals with supervision until it was forbidden by the Qing Dynasty. 
several entire scriptures are supposedly the work of this automatic writing. Uh, during the 19th century, America became obsessed with spiritualism and the belief that the dead are able to communicate with the living. Mm -hmm. Spiritualism is a system of belief or religious practice based on supposed communication with spirits of the dead, especially through mediums. In 1848, two women referred to as the Fox sisters who lived in New York and apparently they were kind of celebrities at the time. They claimed to receive messages from spirits who rattled walls in response to their questions. This practice became popular in parlors throughout the country, and it continued to promote spiritualism. At that time, it was totally acceptable for people to hold a seance one night and go to church the next day. It was considered an acceptable and even wholesome activity to contact spirits through seances. They would do different activities to attempt to contact the dead, including automatic writing, like she mentioned, or turning table parties where participants would place their hands on a small table and watch it shake in oh, awe. <laughs> like a, oh, okay, never mind. I was going to say like a seance, but that's not really like a seance. It is. It? I mean, it is mm -hmm. part of the seance. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. And so uh, communicating with the dead was not seen as weird at all. Because uh, think about the time period. It's post-Civil War in the United States. The average lifespan is less than 50. Women died in childbirth. Children died of disease. And men died in war. So these talking boards provided an avenue that allowed survivors to contact their lost relatives and get answers to questions or unresolved issues. Yeah, it's also around the time of Prohibition, right? So definitely people didn't have much else to do. Yeah, life was boring without alcohol. <laughs> Instead of boozing, they went home and <laughs> talked to dead people. That's basically what was happening. Someone pretty popular named Mary Todd Lincoln held seances at the White House <gasps> after her young t your, her young son died. And here's uh, look at them, Mary Todd, well, and God, look at his giant hand. Whoa, that is a isn't he known for big hands? Anyways, I mean he's tall. Big Abe, he's tall. <laughs> Is Can we that never okay call him say? Big Abe ever, ever again? <laughs> I like it. That would be great. He's not honest anymore. He's, nope. He's big. We're going to keep calling him Honest Abe because I'm very, Abe. very disturbed by all of this. <laughs> Look at that big <laughs> hand. Watch your hand going up. I'm watching my hand grow. Like, Look at that hand. I, I see the hand. I see to take it. <laughs> Take his hand, Lindsay. Nope, I'm not touching. I'm not even You're touching. You're not going to touch whole, Big Abe. <laughs> I was going to say I'm not touching Big Abe, but I, I'm not touching this whole conversation. Oh, He's inviting you in. Okay. He is. Anyhow. All right. So people started getting bored with the methods of communication that they had. Basically, it was taking way too long to get a message across by knocking on walls and shaking tables. Um, there were talks about a new tool. That included a board with letters, numbers, and a planchette-like device to point to them that was beginning to gain popularity. Charles Kennard from Baltimore, Maryland. 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 I just... That's like... Fi you said it in, so the, well. in the fireball accent. Fireball. I was going Maryland. for that because I'm drinking fireball. I'm like, fireball. Like, Maryland. Like I need to take a drink because of that. My God. You're mm. welcome. My God, my He's God. a ball of fun right now. <laughs> a fireball fun. <laughs> fireball fun. He teamed up with a, a man named Elijah Bond, and that's when the Canard Novelty Company came out with the talking board. Some people, oh, this is where I talk about the history of the name. Go for it. Did you do that too? Mm -hmm. I love this. We're just improvising. Sorry. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare to edit. I apologize. No, it's fine. 
<clears throat> Some people thought that the name Ouija came from a combination of the French and German words for yes. Oui. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is true. Why are you giving me that face? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Those are the words for yes. <laughs> Where did the yeah come from? German. German. It's the German word oh. for yes. <laughs> I thought you were paying a homage to um, our days with Norway. I'm pretty no. Where they were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you actually say the H in homage? No. Okay, just checking. I don't know. I, listen, I'm not the person to ask on how to pronounce words. I'm the last person to ask about the, this. The H is silent. Okay. Homage. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did I well, say I right? We were talking about two different words. I wasn't sure. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> uh, uh, but it was actually a woman named Helen Peters. <laughs> I really need a different <laughs> I keep looking up at Abe and seeing his hands. I got, Big Abe. I got nothing until Norman Rockwell. <laughs> oh, Gosh. she's from, she's way. This is nightmares, good. Nightmares about Abe tonight. <laughs> uh, so a woman named Helen Peters. She was a medium, and she came up with the name. Uh, she apparently asked the board what it wanted to be called, and it responded by spelling the word Ouija. And when they asked what it meant, it responded with "Good luck." Ooh, that's <laughs> ominous. <laughs> okay. It's it's hominous. Omnius. Oh, fun times. Ouija is not Ouija. Ouija. We're having fun. Every time I wrote this, I was like, I wonder how many different ways people pronounce Ouija. Ouija, 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 Blame it on the boozies this week, y'all. It's just us. It's just the crown. This is is the crown. (laughs) What just happened? We sing. Okay? Like we do all the time. This is why my drunk girl's name is Linda, because I sing. Oh. Is that why? It's one of the reasons. It is. Okay. From Bob's Burgers. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Ouija is now a trademark of Hasbro, but is used to generically refer to any talking board. From the time of Patton, the Ouija board is thought to be an innocent parlor game unrelated to the occult until an American spiritualist popularized its use as a divining tool during World War I. There were some weird stories that came out from the board, including (laughs) a woman who was sent to a psych hospital after she told doctors that the Ouija board told her to leave her mother's dead body in the living room for 15 days before burying her in the backyard. I have so many questions about that, but okay. In 1930, two women claimed to have murdered another woman after receiving messages from the Ouija board. And in 1958, a Connecticut court decided not to honor the Ouija board will after a woman left $152,000 to a spirit. (gasps) Mm. They were like, Uh, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. How how (laughs) 
how do you figure out the logistics of that? They didn't. That's what they No, they I know, said, but. No, 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 bye bye. Okay. It's spirit dollars. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where was, where was her so mind? So when at? you were talking about the uh, dating website, that's why my my my, my <laughs> mind went to uh, <laughs> dating a spirit. <laughs> and you were like, paranormal website? Or oh, paranormal dating? because this is where you're about. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. there. We're here. I'm here. To this day, paranormal and supernatural beliefs associated with the Ouija boards have been criticized by the scientific community and are characterized as pseudoscience. The movement of the planchette is thought to be the result of an idiomotor response where the motions are made unconsciously. And just as a FWI, the <laughs> effects of automatic writing, facilitated communication, and dowsing have also been attributed to the phenomenon. And the last one, I take offense to. Wait, dowsing right. like dowsing rods? Yes. yes. Okay. But in an attempt to be unbiased, I will say that various studies have been produced to recreate the effects of the Ouija board in a lab. Some of these studies showed that under lab condi- conditions, the participants were moving the plancha involuntarily. One study found that when answering yes or no questions, the use of the Ouija board was significantly more accurate than guesswork, which suggested that it might draw on the unconscious mind. This leads critic. I'm sorry, are you boring? <laughs> no. Every time. <laughs> Y'all, sometimes I just yawn. It doesn't mean I'm tired. This leads okay. critics. This leads critics to believe that the messages spelled out by spirits were similar to whatever was going through the minds of the participants. What she said it, it, to piggyback off of that. Oh my god, that sounds so stupid but you know what i mean uh there's been a bunch of studies on it and scientifically speaking it comes down to the people who have their hands on the planchette mm-hmm. and yeah. it's kind of an interesting social experiment though if you think about it because yeah it involves that's what the i was people thinking who of. have to be kind of thinking of the same thing right to move the planchette in the same direction yeah interesting Just that's what i was thinking of too yeah mm-hmm. like group thinking kind of thing right exactly mm-hmm. In the 1970s, Ouija board users were described as cult members, and the response from religious groups also take a disapproving stance on the subject, but kind of in a different direction than the science community. Some Christian denominations have warned against using the boards because they could lead to demonic possession, Hmm. and here are just a few of the stances from various religious groups. So, a Roman Catholic apologetics organization which I don't know what that is. But they stated that the board is far from harmless because it's a form of divination or seeking information from supernatural sources. The Catholic bishops in Micronesia called for the boards to be banned and warned against again warned its congregation members that they were talking to demons when using the board. The Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod forbids its followers from using the Ouija boards as it would be a violation of the Ten Commandments. In 2001, Ouija boards were burned in Alamogordo, New Mexico, along with Harry Potter books. <gasps> and Snow White. And Snow White, because they, were, that in my they were all symbols of witchcraft. <laughs> oh my goodness, hold on. Things to say. First off, how is Snow White witchcraft? Out of all of the like fairy the tales. Which maybe all of the fairy tales, though, I feel like have some kind of magical component. Little Mermaid, but this may have been before those came out because it was in the 70s. When this is in 2001, but I was gonna say Harry Potter, (laughs) true that, true that. (laughs) 70s, my heart is hurting about people burning Harry Potter books. Uh I can't Uh fathom that. 
Interestingly, religious criticism has also expressed beliefs that the Ouija board reveals information that should only be in God's hands and thus is a tool of Stan or Satan. I like to call him Stan. Stan. And I was just going to add, because you said you didn't know what apologetics were, it's just like people defending their beliefs like through like arguments, discourse, using theology, things like that. Members of the occult, though, are divided with one side saying that it can be a tool for positive transformation, while of the other side agree that it can be a direct line to Stan or Satan and mm-hmm. ca- caution inexperienced users against mm-hmm. it. And to this point, several demonic possessions have been attributed to Ouija board use. Interesting. Yeah. So I only have just really a few more things to add to that because, honestly, we basically wrote the same report. <laughs> Look at you guys. Just so the same source. <laughs> That's great, though. Uh, but I did oh, say that... that, really, they could see a big turn because in 1973, the Exorcist movie was released that told the story of a 12-year-old girl who became possessed by a demon after playing with the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And researchers claim that this is when the game really started taking a turn for the worse in the movies and shows. And you can start seeing it in, in popular culture that the Ouija board is being used as a negative connotation instead of a positive one. Right. So, as she said, basically the opinions are split on whether the uh, board is evil or mm-hmm. not. And most experts... And did you find that there are actually a ton of, like, experts and there's, like, a, a Ouija-Con every year that they go to? I didn't see that, no. There's, Ooh, I watched Ouija-Con? a documentary on it. Okay. <laughs> that they they go and have a, doc- a conference about just Ouija boards. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so there's lots of experts out there is what I'm trying to get at, and they know a okay. lot about it. Um, and they are actually the ones to say that it's more of just a tool. And it's not really a negative thing. Um, and it, as long as it's used in the correct manner, mm-hmm. that it's not necessarily negative. So what I'm trying to say is we can use these, guys. Come on. We can do this. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if we listen to the same story, but okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get that. So it's been there. in pop culture since the beginning of the beginning. So in 1920s. Norman Rockwell painted a picture of a couple using the board. Mm-hmm. You have the Exorcist movie. But in the decade before the Exorcist came out, the Church of Satan was founded and prolific serial killers were on the rise, including the Manson cult members. Mm-hmm. So that just adding the board on top of it, um, it was automatically associated with evil and demons. And then you come into the 1980s with the Satanic Panic. The Satanic Panic is basically a time where anything remotely tied to the occult became evil. Yes. And then you hop to the 2000s and you'll find movies like What Lies Beneath and Paranormal Activity and they show the boards being used. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have movies actually named Ouija. Ouija? I, I heard still of that know. movie, but I haven't yeah, seen it. There's a couple of them. There's sequels, there's prequels, there's everything. And they're about a group of people who use the board, and then, of course, bad things happen to them. And the board is still prevalent to this day and at the forefront of society. Um, in 2014, 35 students in Bolivia were hospitalized because of the trances, sweating, and rapid heartbeats they got after playing with a Ouija board. There's been stories of mass fainting and spirit possession in Mexico associated with the use of the board. Okay. And even a modified version of a Ouija board was popular in 2015 when a game called Charlie Charlie went viral. 
I have not heard of Charlie Charlie. So players write the words yes and no on a piece of paper uh-huh. and then use two pencils to al- allegedly chat with a demonic spirit. Um, the pencils are supposed to move. But there are people to this day who continue to use the Ouija board for their own spiritual work or to help guide others. These folks believe that mainstream media feeds into the idea of demonic possession, but like Sarah said, if the board is used safely, it can be a great tool. And the recommendation is to only use the board if you are unafraid and have grounding and personal protection. The board's official description says, handle the Ouija board with respect and it won't disappoint you. So, whether or not you believe in the Ouija board, there is possibly no other quote-unquote game that sparks as much curiosity and fear as this. I want to hear you guys' experiences using the Ouija board. Um, I mean, I've already said mine. I think that I was in fourth grade. I mean, come on. Right. See, that's just it. The only times I've actually, like, I don't think I knew when I was that little that it was you know associated with negative stuff right right i mean we played all sorts of stuff like bloody mary Mm -hmm. and eyes of feathers to visit board i remember playing that but not with the ouija board i did all of those things i did all the same sleepover same yeah and i don't think i even realized still that it was negative right so Um, what are your thoughts now I'm still open for it. I know nobody else is. So it needs at least two people. But I did read. I don't know if you saw this too, but it takes, they actually think it works better with just two instead of multiple people. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. interesting. There are different biases. I mean, I, I'm open to it. I was offended whenever dowsing was added into it because yeah. it comes down to the, the criticism is like, it can just be unconscious bias and it can be your unconscious or that, mind. Like, any which tiny see, muscle yes. movement can make a big difference yeah. in there, which I get. But as somebody who's used dowsing rods, mm-hmm. um, and recently we have come in contact with people who think they can use them, but actually <laughs> oh, don't. No. Lord, don't even don't get me started. started. Jesus I, help us. I just, I do believe in dowsing rods. And so I do believe in spirit communication through other routes would you be willing to try a ouija board or i think ouija boards are good because they don't necessarily just summon quote-unquote demons like everybody think it i mean it could be anything it could be right but that's like with any tool that you use like a spirit box or right dozen rods or anything i don't think it's necessarily any different than those other ones definitely so i think it's time to open your mind to use one I'd be open to it. Okay. After researching it, I feel much better about yeah. it. I felt fine before it, but I feel like totally fine now. Okay. I just want to know you guys' opinions on that. What do you think? I've Don't never used one. Her. No, I've never used one. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you be open to it? Um, Because I know your big belief is in demons. demons. Uh-huh. And but everything I've heard about Ouija a... boards has been negative. So that's where... But you heard our, you heard I know, our report. I know. It was a joint report. I know. It was a joint report and you guys <laughs> we did, did great. It <laughs> you I did great. We, just, we nailed it, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm thinking about different things. I don't know. I'd be open to it. I'm not going to say no. I'd be open to it. Listen, there's a lot of information out there about Ouija boards. Yeah. There's some I'm people sure. who are really, really into it. And like I said, they've been researching it for a long time. And they're the ones that are like... Excuse me, am I playing? <laughs> Stop it. Gosh. They're the ones that are like, uh, it's just a tool. Speaking of Ouija boards in um, pop culture, mm-hmm. there's a Ouija board in every Phasmophobia. Oh, episode. really? Just saying. It's super fun. <laughs> okay. 
Are did you ready? enjoy our joint report? I did. Like I said, I loved it. Like I love that you guys did I'm the really same sorry. thing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm stop sorry. apologizing, both of you. Stop it. I'm so sorry. It was gonna happen at some point, and I think it so this came from that was just so funny that you guys picked the same like just not even a place like a general well, idea. The thing is, is like you said, it came from an email, and I probably read that email, but I totally didn't think about it again you both did a great <laughs> job no i think you both did good and i think it's so funny that you guys did the same thing and had almost the same notes we're both pretty thorough so no it was great <laughs> so we are going to go on to a folklore like you guys have been wanting are we ready 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 all right we are talking about mothman <laughs> you like that okay we're gonna talk about mothman y'all ready all right on November 12th, 1966, five men were digging a grave in. <laughs> oh, God. You paused. <laughs> this is your downfall. <laughs> they were in, I know, West Virginia. I'm trying to make sure I have the right town. Crap. I put it in another part. <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> I know. It has. I know it's a two-word town, and I know the first part. <laughs> Point Pleasant. <laughs> Point. Pleasant. <laughs> On November twelfth, nineteen sixty-six, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, five men were digging a grave when they reported seeing a man, a man-like shadowy figure, fly over their heads from a nearby tree, like a Batman, like a Mothman. Damn it. <laughs> No, Mothman. It's fucking Batman. <laughs> On November 15th, 1966. Not a so hairier Batman. <laughs> three days later. That's cool. Two couples. No, stop oh. it. <laughs> well, stop making hand motions. I got confused. <laughs> Here, make a sound do. All right, I'll go. All right. On uh, November 15th, so three days later, two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallette, uh <laughs> told police that they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. Okay. They described it as a large flying man with a 10-foot wingspan following their car while they were driving outside of town in an area known as the TNT area. This is a site of a former World War II ammunition plant. Nailed it. Some mm -hmm. theorize that these bunkers leaked toxic materials into the neighboring wildlife preserve, creating Mothman. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to read here from, this is an article, and I actually found the article from 1966 when um, the two men... Roger and Steve were interviewed, and so this is their telling of it. Okay. So they described the thing as being about six or seven feet tall, having a wingspan of ten feet, with red eyes about two inches in diameter and six inches apart. And I was like, six, How the six, fuck? six inches apart and two Jesus. in diameter. I was like, is that like what a normal? <laughs> no, your eyes are not six inches apart. Your eyes are not six inches apart, but I was thinking more than two inches in diameter. I was like, that's not I feel like it's like an inch or an inch here and a half. No, I was talking more about the two inches in diameter of your eyes. I was like, that's like know, a normal size eyes, right? I feel eyes, like it's right? an inch or an inch and a half. They're an like normal size eyes, but they're like out on the side of your <laughs> yes. head. I think they're big eyes and I, they're also like 
one ear to one ear. <laughs> I think that's very specific. Like, if I saw, like, for instance, I'm a robbery guess, happening, I'm and I wouldn't guess be able to be like, with his eyes were two inches apart. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you notice if they were six inches. <laughs> oh, yes, I would notice that. Specifically six inches, though. Um. So Steve said it was like a man with wings. It wasn't like anything you'd see on TV or in a monster movie. Okay. They described him as flying 100 miles per hour. Exactly. Oh, like pink. pretty low to the ground, too. Like he wasn't high up. Like low. <laughs> but he was a clumsy runner. I put, same Mothman, same. True. Are you Mothman? <laughs> I'm a clumsy runner. You I'm a clumsy walker. Too. And I do have big eyes. Mine are probably two inches in diameter. <laughs> Not six inches. <laughs> Not six inches apart. Okay. Um. So they saw him. They drove away in their car. All four of them were in the same car. But they stated that Mothman followed them, like I said, hovering over the car, kind of gliding. So. <laughs> Low to the ground. Like Until this. they reached the National Guard Armory on Route 62. Got it. So they said, quote, we went downtown, turned around, went back, which I'm okay. like, Why? <laughs> And there it was again. It seemed to be waiting on us. It apparently is afraid of light, and maybe it thought it was scaring us off. And they reported that the eyes glowed red whenever the headlights hit it. So, during the next few days, others from Point Pleasant started reporting similar sightings. That kind of just shows you where Point Pleasant is. It's literally right on the border of Ohio and West Virginia. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you put it in the notes. <laughs> You're welcome. Right on the border of Ohio and West Virginia. That one's Ohio. You're very welcome. (laughs) You are welcome that I am just so nice to point out where it is. Okay. Got it. Um, So two volunteer firemen who saw it said that it was a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron. Hmm. Contractor Newell Partridge told the sheriff, Johnson, that when he aimed a flashlight at a creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his TV and the disappearance of his German shepherd on the creature. Okay. Here's my thing. If you're blaming it on a bird, the bird is not going after a German shepherd. Because I feel like the German shepherd would win. Maybe that's me. I agree. Okay. Plus, that makes me feel better. Yeah. (laughs) Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings fit a sandhill crane. What? That's a sandhill crane. (laughs) Sandhill. That was a really weird noise. I don't know what to do with that. That was apparently a crane noise. (laughs) Have you heard of a sandhill crane, Sarah? Yeah. Sounds just like that. She did a book report on it. Can you do it again, please? (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful. That was the first time, though. In that pose, that's what that's what he looks like. He's saying, "Well, I feel like it's a ninja pose, like a." See, that's what I did the first time. (laughs) So, sandhill cranes. In case you guys are unfamiliar, (laughs) in case you're not familiar with the sandhill crane, like I am, it is (laughs) a tall bird, and they have a seven foot wingspan with reddish coloring around their eyes. So the wildlife biologist, he theorized that it could have wandered out of its migration route because this is not native to the region of West Virginia. um, And therefore, people maybe didn't recognize it, didn't know what kind of bird it was. She's finger pointing you. (laughs) You're supposed to make a noise. Yeah, you did make a noise. Sorry. 
sounded like a spittoon. Sorry. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was gross. I don't know what you did, but don't do it again. <laughs> I, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. I don't know what that was either. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> so we are going to fast forward a year. I'm sorry. What's we're, your fast forward noise? We're going to... Uh, <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> We're going to December 15th, 1967. Okay. With the next slide, please. Oh, there you we gotta, go. You gotta make the noise. I, what noise am I supposed to make? She a told spittoon. you. A what? Just don't make me a make spittoon. a noise. A spittoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> what noise do you want me to make? The noise Not the word. of the word. <laughs> The noise of a spittoon. What's a spittoon? I tried to make it. And Something I that you spit into. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can you please make the noise for me? I'm totally lost here. You're both laughing at me and I don't know what to say. No, this is perfect. <laughs> I tried to make that noise a minute ago and you told me never to make that noise again. Okay. Right, we're about to get real somber here, so can you guys like... Suck it up for a few minutes. <laughs> Can you tell her what the noise is? I can't make it now. Here, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna keep pointing at you. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh goodness! I tried. This is why I do not do freaking folklores, y'all. It's rough. Yeah, I can't do that. That's yep, better. I that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I like my noise. <laughs> Spittoon. <laughs> we are at December 15th, 1967, so the first sightings of Mothman was November 1966, so we're 13 months. <clears throat> the Silver Bridge um, in town collapsed during rush hour, resulting in 31 cars falling into the river. 46 died, and nine people were injured. Two victims were never even found. So this gave rise to the legend, and people believed the Mothman sightings were connected to the collapse. Don't worry. The bridge collapse was not due to Mothman, guys. Sorry, spoiler alert. You don't know that. <laughs> it was due to a stress corrosion cracking in an eye bar in a suspension chain. So Listen, poor caused, caused by the Mothman. Mothman flew into that bridge. <laughs> it was poor engineering. Um, <laughs> no, by the no, Mothman. no, no. And Mothman. they said it was rush hour and the bridge just was not designed to hold that many cars. Mm -hmm. And so that's what happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This did result in Congress passing a national bridge inspection standards in 1968. So this prevented this from ever happening again. So. Something good that came out of that. Okay. Sounds like a cover-up. We are going to go to... Conspiracy. 1975. So we're fast-forwarding again a few years. I John thought I thought of a TikTok for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I thought of a TikTok for us. What? There's one where you try to recreate household noises. Like... Yes. Okay, yes. You need to find it and send Kay. it to us and we'll work on it. Uh, no, like, we're going to do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John Keel, he wrote the Mothman Prophecies. <laughs> Spittoon! Spittoon! <laughs> Look, you see Mothman on the bridge? There's Mothman. Oh, there he is. See, he caused a collapse. <laughs> John Keel, in 1975, wrote the Mothman Prophecies. He talks about Mothman and combines these with theories about UFOs and other various supernatural phenomena. Oh, it's Mothman. So he <laughs> he writes that residents of Point Pleasant experience premonitions of the bridge collapse. <laughs> premonitions. 
I hate my friends so much sometimes. <laughs> Premonitions. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Premonitions. Yep. Thank you. Nailed it. Um, of the bridge collapse. UFOs. Visits. passed out. <laughs> visits from men in black, which I want to do them soon, too. Sorry, what? Hey, men in black. She wants to do, do the men in black. <laughs> you go men in black. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to title this episode <laughs> Blair Wheezes. <laughs> That's really the, the whole Blair Wheeze project. The Blair. Oh my gosh, yes, it's the Blair Wheeze project. Okay, no, don't. Like, done. You've been waiting to say that. <laughs> Actually, I just thought of that. That was very clever. All right. So the book <laughs> then became a movie in 2002 with Richard Richard Gere and Laura Linney, which I made. Thought, I thought we were gonna sing the Men in Black song. Oh, I did. Sorry. Hang on. Galaxy Defender. I thought it was. They won't let you remember. I think there's both ways, right? I don't right? remember the lyrics. It's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Richard Gere and Laura Lenny. So they started in the movie in 2002, which beat Maine, Mothman, Mainstream. Because who doesn't love Richard Gere? <laughs> he was... Lucy <laughs> 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 <Lucy doesn't>. Apparently Lucy. <laughs> Lucy, are you okay? You don't love Richard Gere? He's adorable. <laughs> have you seen the man smile? She's have you guys seen Richard the Gere. Mothman movie with Richard Gere? I have not. No. no. I have not either. I've seen this documentary that you're talking about, though. So, a folklorist. Oh, apparently that's a job. Cool. I believe it. Um, Jan Harold Brunvond reports that Mothman has been connected with UFO sightings as well. Others claim that a military storage site is his home. So that TNT place I talked about, they claim it's a military storage site now. TNT. Dynamite. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> TNT? No? Okay. No, I got it. Got it. <laughs> TNT. There it goes. <laughs> Dynamite. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. At least 100 people report seeing Mothman, but they were too afraid to report their sightings. So they found elements of Mothman in folk tales that had elements in common with him, suggesting that something real may have triggered the scares and became woven with existing folklore. And there is also anecdotal tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. Not the roof. The, the roof. roof. The, the roof, roof is on fire. <laughs> there you go. There I you couldn't go. comment. Sorry. No, you're good. I did it. Was, it, it was beautiful. Joe Nickel reports that people also did a number of hoaxes, such as tying flashlights to helium balloons. <clears throat> oh he my. believes Mothman is attributed to a barn owl. Because their red eye effect. Barn owls. You shine a light into their eyes and their eyes get red. That's pretty yeah, much what I was saying. but they're not that big. Sorry, that sounded... Did you hear my accent there? I barn did. owls. <laughs> you shine a light into the eyes and the <laughs> eyes are red. I got real bad. That's how you know when I'm getting too tipsy. Um, <laughs> tipsy? Oh my goodness. It Stop it, Lindsay. <laughs> Linda. Start it, Lindsay. <laughs> Keep it going, Lindsay. <laughs> Take it away, Linda. <laughs> Benjamin Radford points out that the only report of glowing red eyes was secondhand, that of Shirley Hensley quoting her father. So he's like, I don't even know if this Mothman had red eyes. It's just secondhand witness. David A. Gallo is a University of Chicago psychologist, and he reported that there were 55 sightings of Mothman in Chicago. Wow. During 2017. Not West Virginia. Interesting, huh? Maybe there's more than one. So he says that this was published on the website of self-described Fortean researcher Lon Strickler as a selective sample. 
So Gallus explains that he's not sampling random people and asking if they saw the Mothman. He's just counting the number of people that voluntarily already came forward to report a sighting. So I don't really believe that data. He also reported that people are more likely to visit a paranormal website like Strickler's. They might also be more inclined to believe in and therefore witness the existence of Mothman. Pseudoscientists like... UFOologists. I don't know how to pronounce that. U- UFOlogists. U- of course we know how to <laughs> UFOlogists. Because <laughs> I'm thinking UFO. UFOlogists. <laughs> UFOlogists. <laughs> yep, that one. Pseudoscientists. UFOlogists. UFOlogists. Nailed it. Paranormal <laughs> authors and cryptozoologists. Okay. I'm sorry. You can say cryptozoologists, but you can't say UFOlogists. <laughs> yep. Any questions? Yeah, that was my question. Um, yep, I can. (laughs) (laughs) They claim that Mothman was an alien, a supernatural manifestation, or a previously unknown species of animal. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Russia, a ufologist. (laughs) I put in parentheses, rolling my eyes. (laughs) What are you rolling your eyes at? A ufologist. (laughs) Okay, so I'm just rolling my eyes. She's... Oh, they're rolling their eyes back at you. <laughs> okay, She's an asshole. Can <laughs> they claim that Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. Oh. So this was published by WCHS TV in 2016. This is the most recent setting of Mothman. Most recent setting. Most <laughs> the most recent viewing of Sight- Mothman sighting? in Point Pleasant. Most sighting. recent sighting. Not setting. Okay. All right. <laughs> most recent. 2016. This was taken anonymously. Gosh. Dang it. Oh, my God. This was taken anonymously while driving en route to Mothman Legend. Bears a resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who experience sleep paralysis. Okay. Oh. Look at me. Full circle from last week. <clears throat> Got it. <laughs> So it suggests with people who are experiencing this with sleep paralysis that people dream it due to it having it on their minds. It's the embodiment of typical human fears pulled from our unconscious, and that's what you dream about. So likely people think this is a cause of mass hysteria. Sure. Let's see it. Okay. I bet you do. But every year there is a Mothman Festival. It was canceled this year because of COVID. Sorry, guys. So it is always in (laughs) September. It's always the third weekend in September. Obviously, because of COVID, it was canceled this year. But they are on for 2021, they said. That's a very steampunk Mothman. Mm -hmm. That is a statue of Mothman. Pa-ching! There you go. There's the full statue. So it began, the Mothman Festival began in 2002 as a tourist attraction to get people to visit Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, this was a way for them to kind of celebrate their local legacy, and it worked. They get ten to 12,000 people a year who come out for this festival. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm interested. So. Yeah. September 18th worked. through 19th, 2021, y'all. That's their next festival. Okay. There is a museum. Ba-ching! <laughs> 
that oh. opened. <laughs> <laughs> the Mothman Museum opened in 2005. Okay, that's definitely an alien <laughs> flying. An alien and with wings, yeah. They have people yes. there who, they have guest speakers, they have vendors, bands, cosplay. Look at his toes. TNT bus tours. <laughs> oh, God. They have a 5K. Like, they pretty much have everything. <gasps> I want to do the Mothman 5K. Yes. Let's do it. Toes all look like thumbs bent in wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They also have men in black there who people who dress up as men in black. Like they have this whole cosplay, like, and it's like the whole town shuts down for this. Can I tell you though? Everybody tells me my dog looks like he's the dog from Men in Black. Is that because he's a pug? He's a black pug. Okay. Yeah. Which I think his name was Frank. Oh, that was it? Okay. I thought I had one more. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, just to round this all out. June 2020, a petition was started to replace all Confederate statues in the U.S., you know, because of everything going on. They wanted them all replaced with statues of Mothman. I'm here for that. I'd sign that. The petition has over 2,000 signatures. (laughs) (laughs) Bring them my way. I'll sign it. (laughs) 2,000 signatures to replace all the Confederate statues with Mothman, (laughs) y'all. I'm still here to say that I'm, I'm pretty sure Mothman is also Batman. A hairy Batman. A hairy Batman with holes in his wings. I don't I don't know why it's Moth other than the red eyes and he's seen at night. His wings have holes. Okay. Batman went through some acid. <laughs> Batman there. can never fly though. What? Batman is like that's the whole point of Batman is that he's a human who just has money but he has no powers so he can't fly. You just stated the entire reason why I don't believe Batman's a superhero. <laughs> because he has no powers? Yes. And he just has money? Yes. That's the whole thing. Come at me. He glides, but he can't fly. But he glides. Well, yeah. When he or falling Maybe from he's a, a building, runner too. <laughs> Maybe he is a clumsy runner. Listen. Oh, hi, okay. Samia. So here's the theory. Then, hello, Cesar. <laughs> Batman went through some trippy fucking acid. Okay. And gained an extra superpower, and now he can fly. And he's in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Sometimes in Chicago. He is. In Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and sometimes Chicago, and now he has holes in his wings because of the acid. I'm going to say this. Mothman (laughs) is fun, and I am totally up. Let's go to Mothman Festival, y'all. I'm 100% in Mothman's not real. That's me. Okay. Didn't you see that video of him falling from the sky? (laughs) It was like Barnell. He had legs. (laughs) And the one he did have legs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i tried to find fun pictures for you guys so you weren't here one. googling the entire time <laughs> the other one i'm convinced is an l but the first one is definitely a person maybe with wings on <laughs> maybe it's just a person jumping from tree to tree in 2016 watch me jump here's my question nobody's heard from mothman since the 60s and all of a sudden 2016 it's like mothman (laughs) remember me (laughs) do we dress up as mothman while we're running the 5k yeah some people oh i don't know about the 5k but yeah like there they have people who are dressed in mothman costumes people who are dressed as men in black people who are dressed as aliens like it's this whole thing the whole town does it all these people come you see this nice interaction this is Hi. how you treat a cat. I see it. Yeah. I appreciate Look it. Look at all these stretches I'm getting. Hi. Mm-hmm. I'd be a nervous wreck. So I'm glad that Caesar's cuddling up with you. That's great. I'm happy for the two of you. Good yeah, job. Says butt scratches. That's weird comment. Thank you. Right there. I know. 
I know what she means. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our smorgasbord episode, guys. That was our folklore <laughs> and our combined imprompt. Impromptu? 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 Now you're just making words up. Impromptu. Did you not combined know? It was story. impromptu. Impromptu combined story of the Ouija board. You can always check us out at thetipsyghost.com. <laughs> Caesar just laying his head on me. I can't so with sweet. her. He's a wee boy. I can't with her. You can find us at thetipsyghost.com and find all of our hey. socials there. Feel free to send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. On our website, you will also find a link to donate to our Patreon. <laughs> and please go to Apple Podcasts. Yep, that one. <laughs> and give us a five-star rating, a great review. It honestly really does help. It, it does. does. <laughs> okay, it helps. <laughs> it does help. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>